What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Movie Morning. It's our 51st episode. We've got a 50 episodes. And, yeah, it's just a truly cool achievement to be able to reach. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so today's going to be another 4K Blu-ray review. We've been spamming them out lately, but a lot of stuff has been coming out over the last month. And today it's going to be a 4K Blu-ray review of Iron Man 2. For anyone wondering, the version of Iron Man 2 I got was the 4K Ultra HD Plus Blu-ray Plus Digital US Edition. Which was is probably the only is one of the only editions you can actually get on the market right now. But yep, and yeah, let's get right into the tech specs. So, Iron Man Two was shot on thirty five millimeter film, just like the first one. It's got a two K DI. It's the um, uh, the pictures presented to us in two thirty five by one. So there are black bars, of course, and audio is of course in Dolby Atmos. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to experience this one in Dolby Atmos. I've experienced a lot of my later ones, but so I won't be able to give you guys everything. I didn't get experience at this time. I I think in, I'm pretty sure it was only it was only in true HD master audio. I'm not sure though, but yeah. So I didn't get a fully decked out system this time around. So yeah, and I don't yeah. So and I don't think it would have made much of a difference because from reviews, I didn't think I don't think it it was as good as you know, other Marvel movies. So with that, let's get in, let's get right up into the video quality. All right, now let's get on to the video quality. Most of you would have known by now if you watched my review of the first Iron Man on 4K Blu-ray, which if you haven't, make sure to go check that one out because, you know, it's in order. So it's good, you know what I mean? So you guys would have known by now that I wasn't the biggest fan of the video quality in the first one. It's very dark. That's more to the film's fault and the nature of how the film was made. But... With Iron Man 2, I think that the picture quality was a lot brighter than the first one, mainly due to the film's tone as well. Some great scenes, some standouts would be the Stark Expo scenes, the scenes where Tony's wearing a suit, which looked fantastic in this movie. The, red and, the red and gold looked fantastic whenever Rhodey wore the Mark II in the silver. That looked great. When the actual War Machine suit came up, it didn't really strike me, but the silver suit he starts off wearing... Looks fantastic in with the HDR and the deeper contrast. So, yeah, I thought overall this one had a much nicer... The video on this one was much better. Audio, maybe. I'm not sure. We'll get into the audio a little later. But, yeah, so video quality overall on this one was a lot better. A couple other scenes to mention would be, I think, maybe pretty much the at any scene at pretty much Tony's house, especially the party scene. A lot of different contrasting colors. And with black levels, the final battle definitely got a boost. And the contrast with the Iron Man suits and the Repulsor Blast looked fantastic. Mickey Rourke whiplashes, whips looked great with the HDR and the boosted colors. And overall, I thought the picture video quality here was impressive. It was a lot better than I was expecting because... I don't know. I thought I heard from a couple people that the Iron Man trilogy's um, 4K transfer wasn't the best. The third one probably being the best, which I haven't seen the third one yet because I don't like. Com- I didn't really want to compare it, but to compare this to other Marvel 4K in 4K catalog release in terms of video quality, this is probably the probably one of the worst I've seen. One of the worst ones I've seen because all the ones that have been coming out with the movies, including Spider-Man: Homecoming, I know a lot of people don't like that transfer. And Am and the Wasp. This is not as good as any of the ones that have been coming out with the movies. However, you're going to look at the catalog ones they've been releasing to, co- to coincide with new movies. 
but like they're actually older movies. In terms of those ones, I think the top ones would be Avengers and Captain America the Winter Soldier and of course Civil War. And some of the other ones, Age of Ultron was good, but First Avenger, I would say this is more in line with like the video quality of the First Avenger or even the first Iron Man. Not the greatest, but it's definitely a nice little uptick. And the interesting thing is, for this one, I actually did own the Blu-ray. So I have seen the Blu-ray multiple times, unlike some of the new ones where I've only seen them for the first time. And I didn't even get to watch the whole movie. This time I have. I have seen the Blu-ray multiple times, the full movie. So it's easy for me to compare. And I would say, overall, the detail and the colors are what are boosted. The dark, the black levels aren't at, aren't as impressive as I thought they would be, and I think they're fairly similar to the Blu-ray. With that, now let's move on to the audio quality, and my score will be shown at the end, by the way. Moving on to the audio, which is, of course, in Dolby Atmos. Yeah, so Dolby Atmos. I didn't get to watch this one in Dolby Atmos, like I said earlier. I'm pretty sure it was on Dolby True HD, like I had on the Blu-ray, and it was the same as I heard on the Blu-ray, but I'm just going to say my thoughts. I did try a little bit on Dolby Atmos, like the final battle and all, and it sounded pr- basically the same as a 7.1 Dolby True HD. So, yeah, that's kind of annoying. So that's why for the audio, I, I don't think this is up to par with the video quality. Bass response was pretty weak, like most of the Marvel back catalog releases, re-releases on 4K. So I'm not surprised by that. And I did have to raise and lower the volume when it, when the talk when an action scene was followed by... A chat scene, as you could say, it is pretty, which is to do with pretty, almost every single 4K release. Like I've seen a couple which have really done, which have really not had this. Like Endgame, I really didn't have to do anything to the volume. In fact, it was already very loud, and I didn't. It was just awesome that movie. Mission Impossible Fallout is truly a truly demo worthy in terms of this, and. Yeah, those are just some movies that I wanted to mention. Both I have reviewed, so you can go check them out if you want to. So, so moving on to some other parts of the audio, the high channels, the only scenes that actually did have any work was any scene with Iron Man had stuff coming out of the higher speakers. Besides that, everything is front and center in front of you. And, yeah. And by the way, I think none none of the dialogue in here, unlike... A couple of the other Marvel movies, like Black Panther, none of the dialogue felt a little choppy. The Black Panther audio on Dolby Atmos sounded a little weird for some reason. Like, some of it seemed a little choppy and, like, tinkered with, which I didn't really like. So, sorry about that. I accidentally hit my mic. Sorry about that. But, yeah, so, yeah, overall audio wasn't anything impressive, but... Yeah, I didn't see much of the movie on Dolby Atmos, but on, on Dolby True HD, it is decent, I would say. Now to get on to my final thought. Iron Man 2 smashes onto home media with a fairly decent 4K transfer. In terms of audio, from what I heard, I really did try to look at some of the action scenes and some of the talking scenes. It sounded... Almost exactly the same as the Dolby True HD Master Audio that was put on the Blu-ray, I'm pretty sure. And the one which I heard the full movie on. So, yeah, so overall, for yeah, and with video, it was actually better than the Iron Man 
disc, like the Iron Man 1 disc. Overall, for video, I'm probably going to go with a 7.5, which is the same as the Iron Man video quality I gave. I think I'd move that one to a 6.5 now, and I'm going to give this, sorry, a 7, and I'm going to give this one a 7.5. And with the audio, I'm going to go with a a 6.5. It is, sorry about that again. Audio, I'm going to go with a 6.5. It is a the audio on our, the first Iron Man was better. I'll just let me just say this because it felt a lot more catchy and the scenes with the actual high and back speakers that weren't all Iron Man scenes, which I liked, and that's something that I thought was really missing from this movie. Every single scene where the high channels kicked in was with an action scene, and if it, Iron Man wasn't in it, which is in none of the action scenes, it wouldn't come out. So I don't know what I'm saying at this point, but yeah. So for audio, I'm going to go with a 6.5, like I already said, which means I'm going to give this disc overall, despite I like putting out an average, I'm going to give this disc a 7.5 because although audio is fairly similar to the Blu-ray video quality, there's a really nice uptick in the brightness and detail, not much in the dark category. So I'm going to give this disc a 7.5 out of 10. It is better than the first Iron Man. I'm looking forward to seeing Iron Man 3, which I will definitely watch with a fully decked out sound system. And speaking of future stuff that's coming out, I want to say a couple 4K Blu-ray reviews that are coming up. I hope you guys checked out my new series I'm starting, Spider-Man Retro Reviews. I'll be doing them once a month for the next many couple ones. So, yeah, that's something that you guys should look forward to. And next up- upcoming 4K Blu-ray reviews... Of course, the next one will definitely be Iron Man 3 throughout the next week. I don't, and another one is I will try to get one of the Mission Impossible back, Mission Impossible catalog releases. Like, it will most likely be Rogue Nation, which I'll be watching in two, in a, two weeks. So, I'll be watching it about a week and a half. So, my Mission Impossible Rogue Nation 4K review, which is, supposed to, which is probably my next one after Iron Man 3, will probably be up in two weeks. In terms of the first two Thor movies on 4K, probably won't be getting them for a while because this is like the really big season where everything comes out on home media. So th- when I do get those, I doubt I'll make them make a review because it will be very... It would have been quite a while after the original release when I get them, may- maybe even a couple months from now. So, yes, yeah, so I won't be doing those, most likely, unless I actually get, it, get them soon. And in terms of new releases that are coming... Of course, we have Aladdin, Dark Phoenix, Spider-Man, Far From Home, Toy Story 4, Lion King, all those still to come out. I'll tell you guys straight up right now. Aladdin, I will be getting a Blu-ray, so I'll give you guys a Blu-ray review. No 4K, but I don't really think it's worth it for a movie I didn't love. Dark Phoenix will also be on Blu-ray, so... So, yeah, because it's, again, a movie I didn't really enjoy that much, but I do want to own it. So, yeah, Dark Phoenix will be on Blu-ray. Those two movies I will... Review on Blu-ray. So I'm just going to say that. Like, just because they're on Blu-ray doesn't mean I'm not going to review them. I know they, I, it's not the best way to do it because you guys might be thinking, should I get the Blu-ray or the 4K? I just want to give you my my thought, my thoughts on the Blu-ray. Then maybe even say, like, do I think the Blu-ray would be even better? 4K would be even better than this. And the one after that was most likely going to be Spider-Man Far From Home, which I'll 100% get on 4K. That will be coming, and I think coming on 3rd of October. After that, I think it will be Toy Story 4. Which I will, I'm prob, I'm gonna try getting on 4K because it does have a 4K DI. But if a lot of Marvel movies coming out, like Guardians of the Galaxy or Doctor Strange, which I hear are coming out in October, 
I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of rumblings about that. I am I might not be able to get it on 4K, and I will maybe just go with the Blu-ray. Most likely 4K, because I heard it actually has a 4K DI. I'm talking about Toy Story 4. So it's gonna look fantastic. Toy Story 4. I'll, I'm gonna say just I'm just gonna tell you guys 4K for now. Again, also in like mid-October. I think 8th of October is the U.S. release, but for my local edition, will be a week after. And I don't think I'm not in a rush to get it, so I'm gonna get it. On the 16th, I think it would be. And after that, we've got The Lion King, which I'll definitely go on the 4K for, because even though I didn't love the movie, it, it's going to look awesome, because it was... The image just, image just looks fantastic on the movie. So, yeah, that, that, that took a while to tell you guys, but thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have, go check out some of my, my, my other Blu-ray reviews, and, yeah, I'll catch you in the next one.